All right. Welcome to another edition of Not Your Father's Data Center. Not the best title today since my daughter is on the show. So this is your father's data center, Haley. But uh, for the sake of having you on, uh, today we are joined by Haley Calvin, my daughter, Auburn graduate, Birmingham, Alabama resident. Jimmy Fordham, um, I think he went to Tuscaloosa Community College, got his associates, and uh, also in Birmingham, Alabama, Steve Flagg uh, of Michigan State, and uh, I think is on his third doctorate from Michigan State, and Jerry Burham. Jerry, did, did you go to college? I don't remember, Jerry. Kurt Warner's alma mater. <laughs> All right. Northern Super Bowl Iowa. Champ. Northern, Northern Iowa. Iowa. Who who can forget Northern Iowa, a home of champions? All right, guys. So today we're going to talk college football. Thank you all for jumping on. It'll be fun to talk. Um, my favorite time of the year. It's coming again. Two more weeks. We'll be at week zero, and we'll get rolling. First subject, let's just dive right in. What in the world is going on with conference realignment? I can't keep it straight. Jimmy Fordham, what's your thoughts on realignment in college football today? Well, well thanks for the opportunity to join you guys. Um, Always fun to talk this topic. I, I used to go, when I'd go to Raymond's office, when we worked together for serious, I'd always go in there and leave him a little message somewhere in his office for college football. It was typically roll tight, and I tried to make sure I hit it from him, but he, but it was there. But uh, uh, just to, but I, I would say the, uh, the, the realignment is kind of disappointing because I think, number one, it, it makes the record books go away. And I liken it to LIV and golfing because if you think about LIV, you take someone like Dustin Johnson, his, his now his stats are pulled away from, you know, the statistics from the PGA Tour. And I think that's the same kind of thing that's going to happen realignment. So USC goes to the Big Ten. They claim to win a, a, a conference title if they got this conference title. But no, they don't because they were at the Pac whatever. Now it's the Pac Four. You know, so they're, I don't see how you pull that together. So I think it's all uh, disappointing because it's driven by greed, driven by the networks, right? It is, um, I think one of the biggest concerns for me when I look at this is I get it, it's TV money and it's football, but when you realign these conferences, what happens to the lacrosse team? What happens to the swimming and diving team? What happens to cross country? They've all got to get on airplanes to go compete and it's just making a complete mishmash uh, of the rest of the sporting world. Haley, I know you had a thought on uh, the numbering system. So Haley, Conference realignment, for those of you who don't know, Haley's so passionate about college football, it's, it's hard to get her to focus on her work and her studies. But Haley, your thoughts on realignment? No, my primary concern with realignment is whoever's in charge, I should know, but I don't. But whoever it is, we all just need to sit down in a room and we need to decide on a thematic direction for the names of the conferences. We have geography, we have adjective number, we have, it's, it's too much. Like we need to decide are we going Southeastern or are we going big 10, which actually has 14 teams. Like it's just, it's, it's messy and it needs to get cleaned up. Haley, you can't call out the big 10 <laughs> and not call out the sec for moving to Oklahoma and Texas. That is well, not the Southeast. That's okay. Right. <laughs> that's oh, right. Oklahoma and Texas. will they'll find out that that was probably the worst idea. The two of them ever came up with since they're going to pretty soon be just average whipping boys within the Southeastern Conference. Yeah. Um, you know, to Haley's point, I don't think anybody, at least from a Big Ten standpoint, is looking forward to, you know, that big Oregon-Rutgers rivalry. I think this is just an interim stage. Steve, you, those two programs have perennially hated each other. 
I mean, come on, Rutgers in Oregon? Do they even know each other exist? I don't even think you find intermarriage. But um, <laughs> I think it's I think it's just going to be an interim step until you get to, you know, just basically one large super conference that has maybe like four regions, you know, because this is this just isn't sustainable. I don't think. I think the other thing, if I feel sorry for anybody in this, it's. Oregon State and Washington State because they are like two gals sitting there waiting, all dressed up for the prom, and their dates don't show up. Hey, Steve, think about this, too. Think about the fact that Stanford, who's won 26 of the last 29 President's Cups for best overall athletic performance across all the programs, has no home today. As we're on this call, they have no home. So, which is, which is ridiculous. And, you know, even the power conferences are now going to, and, and this is maybe your uh, point, the division titles don't mean anything anymore because the conference title game is now going to be between the two highest rated teams in the conference. So why even have East and West or North and South or whatever you have? And maybe it becomes no conference. Maybe it's just a breakaway group of those top 20 schools and, and they're the super conference and everybody else fights for table scraps. So everybody except Haley's old enough on the on the call to remember we, we there was at one point, what was it? The CFA, the College Football Association. There were a few years back in maybe the 90s where the biggest programs had their own TV deal. Um, that's, I mean, that's I'm going back 25 years. I think that's where we're headed. I think that, that we're headed towards a clear football is handled different than all the other sports. And I mean, I, I can't let Jerry make the comment about Texas and Oklahoma w without being challenged just a little. They're both southeast of somewhere. And I'll just give you a couple of things that they're southeast <laughs> of. They're southeast of, um, you know, uh, northern Iowa. They're southeast of southern Illinois. They are southeast of the Dakotas. I mean, I'm not picking on the Missouri Valley Conference, but I'm saying they are south or east of something. Well, and, and back to Steve's point, Greg, if you believe Greg Sankey, uh, who seems to be a pretty honorable guy and, and kind of a leader in the, in the whole playoff situation, he said that they didn't recruit Texas and Oklahoma, that, that Texas and Oklahoma yeah. came. So came I, think, I think the one's going to be interesting uh, is going to be what happens to Notre Dame. Because if Florida State keeps running their mouth about what they're going to do, which I think is a little unmerited, but uh, whatever, who do they, who they think they are, they're not. This is not Bobby Bowden's FSU. Uh, yeah, I was but, just going to uh, say it's not the '90s anymore. No, no, no. But you know, if Notre Dame, which I, you know, they haven't been relative in anything in a long period of time, but they still demand such a huge market presence. Uh, whoever gets Notre Dame, whether it's the Big Ten, 12, 14, 18, whatever they are, you know, that's going to be kind of a big deal. And if, they, if the ACC pulls it off because they have in every other conference, that solidifies them and they pick up somebody else. I don't know, South Florida, Central yeah, Florida. When, when Jerry brought up Stanford, I immediately thought of Notre Dame as well, right? These iconic programs that right now are in limbo. Very, yeah. very weird how it's all going to go. I think that Steve's comment's right. I think eventually, although we may have conference names, we get back to where there are four super leagues or whatever we want to call them, and those super leagues feed in and, and all the best football programs land there. How we get there from here, 
uh, I don't think anyone, you know, guessed that Colorado would make the bolt or that the Pac-12 would have four teams. I didn't think the Big 12 would survive, frankly. As I looked out, thought things were going, I thought the Big 12 would be the, the casualty, not the Pac-12. Uh, so I just think how we get from here to where we're going is going to be weird, but I think we end up with four leagues, whatever they end up being called. Yeah. Haley, you'll have to break it to Jess that one of them will not be Samford. Yeah. That's with an might. M. Samford yeah. with an L. Samford, yeah. Birmingham. Yeah. Now, I have a great yeah. story from that. So, my boys played at Stanford, both of them, and we went to Georgia Tech for one of the payday games. And I was sitting in the parents' section next to the students' section, and it was very classic. There was a sign that was on TV said, Samford, we thought it was Stanford. We want our money back. So, I thought that was clever. <laughs> yes, yes. Very good, very good. When I watched Johnson basically one handed push my kid aside and grabbed a football with the other. And as a man, as a man among children at that time. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was that way across the whole ACC. I'm certain he was that way against Sanford and somewhat in the pros. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, he worked out pretty good in the pros. We, we owe him for the catch rule, right? That's true. Because when he was, by the way, we got lots of ties here a Georgia Tech guy to Atlanta guys. Uh, Calvin Johnson when he was in Detroit for the Tigers, right? His one-handed catch fundamentally changed how we define a reception in the NFL, right? Megatron. All right, so conference realignment, I think the general tone of the group is, eh, we don't like it. Is that a fair assessment? Well, you hate it. I really like to see. I'm like you. I thought the Big 12 was going to go away. You hate to see the Pac-10 just uh, – there's nothing on the West Coast that just all disappeared, right? Yeah. All right. I got to make one. I, th I do want to pile on to one thing Steve said. So, so when Texas A&M joined the league, the league, I, I said to my Texas friends, I said, you guys don't realize the Longhorns just became irrelevant. And I think I didn't see the Mac Brown canny, but I mean, right. They get rid of Mac Brown. A&M goes to the SEC. I think it's fair to say Texas has been irrelevant for a decade, right? And this is a, and to your point about Sankey um, saying they called, I think Texas is desperate to be relevant again. And I think the way you, this is a move to try to do that. Haley, I didn't meet you before today, but you have jumped to the top of my prayer list. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. I, you're younger than I am. I've known your dad longer. He doesn't change. This is, this is going to be your life. Do we just need a moment say. of silence for Haley? You guys want to pray for her real quick? Or oh, do we, dude. Just... Everyone lay hands. The SDC has been hot lately. Okay. Lately. The Big 12 was hot through the 90s. The SEC was lost for a while in the early 2000s. Now they caught the wave again with the uh, evil Saban, Saban, whatever his name is over there. <laughs> evil. <laughs> Just one letter different. So what, we have to talk about conference champions now. Yeah, so let's go conference champions. I'm going to call them out by league for you, and and it's hard to to do it, right? So so let's just do the ones that we at least can recognize. So so who's going to win the ACC? So right, it's Clemson, Florida State, North Carolina, Pitt, Duke, Syracuse, the ACC. I just want you to give me who you think's coming out of the ACC. So uh, Steve, we're going to start with you. Who's winning the ACC? Florida State. The Seminoles. All right. We've already made one comment about the Seminoles. We'll, we'll, we'll go with that. Jerry, ACC, who's coming out of the Southeast? Clemson. Clemson. Clemson's with back. 
with the new well, with the new uh, quarterback. I was going to say, who cares who wins the ACC? But that's I'll fair. go with Clemson. You'll go with Clemson, Haley. I was also going to go with Clemson, but that's primarily based on that was the only team I knew of from the conference. So we do don't, we do have family doesn't, ties. Doesn't hold much water. Jimmy, ACC. I got Clemson. Well, Florida State's going to be my overrated team at the end, so I'll tell you why. But I think Clemson, they've got a quarterback issue, but um, I think uh, I think Dabo's going really soon. they got a little depth, and so I think Clemson will come out of there. I actually, yeah, I think the Clemson. All right, I'm going with Florida State. In spite of your tip in your hand for most overrated, I just look at Clemson and think the quarterback question's too big. Yeah. By the way, Florida State, you know, they're saying their quarterback's on the Heisman list, so they actually got, don't have a quarterback issue there, so. That could be the key to the whole. Just ask them. Yeah, that's true. How widely is this podcast distributed? <laughs> there are dozens of listeners, Jerry. Ten, dozens. Right. Tens of North Texan so, listeners. So, so Jerry, I'm, I, and by the way, this will be funny. So this will be good. So so we do meetings every week, right? Steve and I are on the marketing team together. And this is a few months back, maybe six months ago. Steve, uh, we're in the Monday meeting. Steve says, hey, we got to work on the track. You know, we track all the stuff that we distribute, all the content we produce. And Steve said, hey, there's we got to change the tracking tools we use. And I said, well, what's wrong with the tracking tools? He goes, well, there's clearly a mistake. And I said, what's that? And he goes, Raymond, that showed that the podcast had 17,000 downloads this past episode. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. He goes, oh, no, Raymond, there's no way you're getting that many downloads. We need new tools. So even my own teammate just has no appreciation for the the breadth of this audience. I mean, I've gotten emails from Korea. I've gotten emails from Belgium. I've gotten emails from South America. I mean, they're all dialed in, listen to this football broadcast. And Steve just said, yeah, the, the reporting's wrong. There's no way you got 17,000 downloads. So we know that's the high watermark, Jerry. Okay. All right. Well, if Steve all right. is anything, he's honest. So. That's Big right. Well, Brutally. Br- <laughs> I think the way to phrase it is he speaks the truth in love. In Steve love. Steve does. <laughs> All right, on to the Big 12. Can TCU repeat their incredible year last year? Um, so we got TCU. You got to figure K-State's in there. Of course, where I'm at, everybody's talking about Ewers and, and the Texas is going to be all world. Texas Tech might surprise some people, Baylor. So let's let's go Big 12. Steve, we let you hit leadoff, so we're going to let Haley hit leadoff in the Big 12. Haley, who's your Big 12 winner? You're going to have to tell me who's in the Big 12. I don't understand <laughs> Texas, Texas Christian, Kansas State, Texas Oklahoma, Tech, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Well, not Texas Tech. Definitely not Texas Tech. Hey, well, I don't know. All right, we're going to Jerry. Haley, you noodle on it. Jerry, God, who am I going to go with? I'll go with K State. I like that coach. I like his defense. Jerry's on to something. Jerry's been reading They're my notes. Really solid over the last several years. Jimmy, Big Twelve. Well, I think it's Texas, Sarkeesian. Has been recruiting well. He's got some key players from other schools that are uh, going to be a beneficial. He doesn't have a quarterback problem. Yours, uh, if he can stay in the game, he almost beat Alabama last year. And so at Texas, they're they're in a Tuscaloosa this year. So the real question is how fast does Manning play? But uh, I, I go with Texas. All right, Steve, Big Twelve. Well, nobody gets less out of their talent than Texas, so it won't be that. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. By the way. Yes, yes. Actually, I would have to go with K-State. Kali, this is shaping up to be a two-horse race. Haley, you want to weigh in? Well, I'm being fed answers by the much more qualified Calvin. Does he want to make appearance on camera? He can. Yeah, just, just, just get it. let's get him at least on camera. On Blue Cross's dollar. Come on. 
We just want to know Big 12. Haley was stumped by the who's going to win the Big 12. You got two K-State votes. It's really one anti-Texas vote, one K-State vote, and one Texas vote. Where are you at on the Big 12? I'm going to have a hot take here and say I think this is Texas this year. I think they're going to beat Bama second game of the season. Oh, my goodness. They're coming in the SEC next year. High. Okay. I was going to say, sounds like Jess has spent too much time in the sun, um, and, and he's got to focus on his job. Um, the chance is, so by the way, of our dozen listeners, like seven of them are in the state of Texas. So we do, we do very extensive demographics. I, I had to come in with a hot take. I couldn't yeah, come in the with answer is Oklahoma K-State. or K-State. The, the answer is K-State. All right, everybody, K-State. And, and Texas finishes behind TCU and Texas Tech. Because to quote a good friend of mine, nobody gets less out of their talent than Texas. <laughs> I'll tell you, with Chris running this place, it's probably a good thing that I am retiring at the end of the year. That's right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. All right. Let's get on to the Big 10, 14, 16. Let's get on to the boys up north. Who is coming out of the Big 10, the Big 2, Little 12? Who's coming out? In honor of it being your home conference, Steve, who do you like in the Big 10? Penn State. Whoa. Whoa. Whoa, look at that. Nobody saw that coming. Well, you figure Ohio State doesn't have a quarterback. Michigan really doesn't have a coach. So, yeah. <laughs> I love we'll that. Look. I love Ouch. that. Shots fired. Shots fired. Keep going, Steve. You're on a roll. No coach, no quarterback. Yeah, I mean, after that, the, the drop-off is dramatic. I mean, what's it going to be, Iowa scoring seven points a game? I don't think so. Yeah, Iowa's not coming out, that's for sure. Team Calvin, who do you got coming out of the Big Ten? Well, Iowa was hot on my trail, if you'll remember, when I was coming yeah, out of high yeah, school. Yeah, they were all over you I, early, early on. Iowa they were recruiting you in the eighth grade. wanted me. So, That's right. I, hey, I am partial to Iowa, so I will not stand for any Iowa slander. Yeah, no Iowa bashing there, Steve. <laughs> we'll defer to Jess for our team selection. You know, this one's a tricky one, but I'm going to go with Michigan this year. I think All they right. can pull it All out. All right, hail to the victors. Hail to the victors. Fordham, who you got coming out of the frozen north? I'm going Ohio State because this is a two-horse race between Ohio State and Michigan. Michigan does have a quarterback um, coming back. They've got one of the best rushers in the nation with Corum. But Ohio State, that quarterback's been there. You know, it's interesting. Georgia, Ohio State, and Alabama are top four teams in AP poll. All have quarterback, new quarterbacks. But I think Ohio State, Marvin Harrison, they got too much talent. Uh, all they got to do is get them to them. So I'm going to Ohio State. Ohio State. All right. Jerry, who, for those of you who missed it earlier, graduated from Northern Iowa. Not in the Big Ten, but close. Born in Nebraska. Born, Born in, in Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah. Big fan. I haven't met Steve before until today, and I were already like BFF because I, like Woody Hayes, I can't even say the name of that school. Yes, exactly. So that school up north. Think of anything that I would ever cheer for, tiddlywinks or not. I could never cheer for that school up north. And we got married in Ohio. We had our kids in Ohio. Buckeyes. All right, go Buckeyes. All right. The defense will actually show up against Michigan this year. All right. I didn't think we'd get a Woody Hayes reference into this preview show, but since we have, since that door has been opened, I am going to tell one Woody Hayes story. So I went to high school in Ohio, the Ohio State Fair, 
And uh, I'm walking through the Ohio State Fair just to date myself a little. And they have a T-shirt in one of the you know uh, game things that you can win. And I win the T-shirt. I put it on. And I walk around the fair. And for the rest of the time I'm at the fair, I got people stopping me just falling over laughing. The T-shirt said Woody Hayes, 232 wins, 71 losses, nine ties, and one knockout. One knockout. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, wow. that that was a good one. So uh, I wish I still had that T-shirt because uh, that 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 people fall over laughing at that one. So Haley, Jess, you guys will have to look up why Woody Hayes' T-shirt said one knockout. All right. So uh, I'm going to give you your Big Ten winner. We've got uh, two Ohio states. We got two Ohio states and two Michigans. Is that where we are? Penn no, State. Penn State. No, Penn State, Penn Ohio State, and two Michigans. All right. No, too no, much no. Running back. Two Ohio states. Two Ohio states, one Penn State, one Penn and one state from the person who's been out in the sun too long. That's right. That's <laughs> fair. That's fair. All right. I don't want to cause a kerfuffle, but there's too much running back talent in, in Ann Arbor, so I'm going with the guys in Maze and Blue. Those words never come out of Steve or my mouth either. I know. That's why I didn't I didn't use their – I just went Maze and oh. Blue. How do we pick the Pac-12? I mean, what are they do? Are they – are they playing as a league this year? I, I hate to say that I don't this know. Is the, this is the last year. So we'll go Pac-12. Team Calvin, we'll let you guys hit leadoff out west. Who do you like coming out of the Pac-12? Oh, this is an easy one. It has to be USC. Oh, okay. Forget you, Washington. Forget you, Oregon. All right. USC. I, can, I think we know who Team Calvin's Heisman pick is. Jerry, who do you like out of the Pac-12? You know, we talk about getting the least out of the talent from Texas, right, Steve? Yeah. And, and yeah. USC, I can't remember the last time they beat Utah. All right. Yep. In a half <laughs> game with the Heisman Trophy on the line. And Jerry, the last time they beat Utah is when it was illegal to pay players. Oh, that's right. That's, that's the right. last time. <laughs> well, that was the last year Reggie Bush was there. Reggie Bush. That's right. Oh, four. Yeah. You got it. All right. So I'm going to go with Oregon. Oregon. They're the team this year. Okay, Jerry's reading my notes again. Jimmy, Pac-12, USC. You got the you got the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. I think they've already given it to him for this year, haven't they? I, I, I heard he was already have. a finalist. Yeah, yeah I, think I think he's a finalist already. He, I think he's in New York this weekend. Steve, Pac-12, Washington, Washington. All right, like, well, I'm glad. Like I'm glad bit. it wasn't. A, I'm glad it wasn't a straight USC lever. Now they've got a they've got a quarterback. I think Michael Penix. Started in Penix Indiana. Is good. I think he's yeah. been in college for eight years, so he's yeah. due. Yeah. He's an eleventh year senior. That's correct. I looked it up before the show. All right. So, so, so I'm grateful that we wasn't a straight USC ticket. I'm going with not only I'm, I'm going to preview my Heisman winner. Not only am I going with the Oregon Ducks to win the Pac-12, Bo Nix to win the Heisman. Caleb yeah. Williams does not go back to back. By the way, we we can skip my Heisman vote now because I've already put it in. Yeah, but one question on your Heisman vote. What, what about this? Think about this for a minute. What if Nick's had stated his almost his legacy stated his almost is. and was coached by Hugh Freeze? What would where would he be? Where would he be? He'd be, yeah, he'd he'd be in pretty good he'd, shape. He'd be real think good of, shape. Right. Well, think think about since the kid that he beat out is now a quarterback for the Titans because he was coached by Hugh Freeze. People people forget, right? Malik Willis yeah. got beat out by Bo Nix. Um, lost his starting job to him, and he ended up being an NFL draft pick and starting for the Titans. All right, the only conference that matters, I mean, I know I shouldn't put it that way, but uh, so let's let's get to the SEC. 
and figure out who's coming out of the Southeastern Conference. The only conference that matters to you. That's fair. That's right. My, my, my mic broke up, Jerry. Helping. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry. You're welcome. Thank you, Jerry. That's good. All right. Because of Jerry's assistance, we're going to let him lead off with the Southeastern Conference. Who's coming out of the SEC as the conference champion in Atlanta here the first week of December? Georgia. Again. Uh, you know, the defense that they have, they've got the question at quarterback, but the defense is just too good. I mean, how do you replace a guy like Stetson Bennett? I mean, you know? Well, who was Stetson Bennett before he was Stetson <laughs> Bennett, right? He did get taken in the fourth round. But how hey, do you he, replace he, a five foot ten walk on? I mean, how do you he do it? Fit the system. He fit the system. Yeah. Brock Bowers is a stunt. Right? Yeah, all and you got to do is just put it in the air and Brock Bowers grabs it. He's unbelievable. I tell you, the Napa Valley is known for its tight end pipeline. Yeah. I mean, it's just a it's a pipeline of yeah. talent out of the Napa Valley. I, I don't know if they do anything else up in that part of California, but they make tight ends. Nick Saban and the team, they're they're so awesome. They've just they've lost that much, and that's all they needed to lose for someone to slide in. That's all Kirby needed. All right, Team Calvin. Southeastern Conference, Jeffs, I know we saw the AU on your chest earlier. Don't let that influence you. Don't let where your wife graduated from school influence you. Don't let where your father-in-law graduated influence you. <laughs> you feel free to pick whoever you want in uh, in the uh, SEC. I was, I mean, I might never be welcome home again, but I was also going to say Georgia. Hold on. Let me make sure if I can. I can turn off. I think I can turn off these credit cards remote. Hold on. I think. <laughs> Dad, no, listen, listen. I think you'll be proud of. I had a whole speech prepared. Here's why, as much as I love Auburn, I bleed orange and blue, named after a building on campus. I'll forever be a tiger. From being raised by you, I know that. One year with a new first season with a new coach, there hasn't been enough time to completely turn the tide. So it can't be Auburn. That's um, fair. There's not enough. What's the word? Depth? Is that the word? That's it. That's it. That's right. We are not deep <laughs> enough for sure. So I know we are taking a positive, but not, not our year. At least That's not right. to win the conference. Now to win the Iron Bowl, I feel confident i feel ready um i feel excited yeah we're, we will be there i will be on the field again um yes. be great so yeah we can win the iron bowl but we may not win the whole thing all right so you got two uh, you got a georgia at alabama uh, we'll, we'll let jimmy go last so steve who's coming out of the southeastern conference i mean they've got to find a quarterback but i i still think that um it will probably be georgia how if there is a dark horse though it would be lsu Ooh, I saw the LSU call coming. Steve, okay. I like where you're yeah. going. That was my answer. Yeah, yeah. All right. Fordham? You got a bunch of Antop Bammers here where they use on your chest. What? 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 I mean, that's biased. Well, Jess's master's degree came from I don't know what Bama. you're talking about. I don't know why you would think there's any bias on this program. It, it's completely absurd. <laughs> I, I, think, uh, I think Georgia's, you know, they have the, the – I mean – they have the easiest schedule that you could possibly have. Uh, by the way, strength of schedule-wise, one through six is all the SEC. Uh, That's right. Florida having the toughest. Uh, Alabama is number six. But the reason why, you know, you got Florida and South Carolina and Kentucky all having 
they got to play Georgia, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, Georgia went. They got they got um, easiest path there, and I think they uh, they'll beat Tennessee and they'll they'll be there. I, I like I do like the LSU uh, pick. Obviously, uh, Alabama's got LSU in Tuscaloosa. They should have won that game last year. Um, I think uh, I think it'll be come down between Alabama and LSU and uh, getting into the conference championship and. Georgia's got that, but I don't think they're going three feet. Just preview. All right, so uh, so um, I make I'm going to make two SEC predictions. One with my heart. So I start every year <laughs> and I expect Auburn to go 13 and 0. And I think there's a chance. I look at the schedule. I don't I don't I don't know that it's too far of a stretch to see us going 13 and 0 this year. And of course, if we go 13 and 0, we're, we're we're I mean we're ripping right through Atlanta. But if for some reason that doesn't happen, I mean the small chance that that we don't go 13 and 0. Um, I think Georgia's defense, as Jerry said, is just too much. I just think that that in, that in this league and at the highest levels of the best games, Georgia's defense is just so incredible. And I think that there's – I think Jerry pointed it out. There's just a little notch down. There's too many question marks in the quarterback room in Alabama to, to overcome it, and I don't think the quarterback room matters at Georgia because that defense is so good. I agree with you. I don't think they three peaks. I think that's hard to stay at that level, but I think Georgia wins the league for sure. By the way, Alabama's got more uh, defensive players on American team than Georgia does on defense, just for the record. Right right now, that's, I, I'm with you. McKinstry's unbelievable. Just, He's just, probably just, the best quarter in the in the country, for sure. And Dallas, the Dallas Turner's edge rusher. So so just for the record, they got more players on the defensive side than Georgia does as All-Americans preseason. So while you're all calling out defense, I think that's why Alabama's going to have a good year because they're going to have a great defense. For sure. All right, do, sh- should we pick the Miss, Miss, uh, Missouri Valley Conference, Jerry, just for no. you? No. no I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to weigh in. I'm, I mean, I think Illinois State's looking good this year. No. We're, <laughs> I think we're dropping back to one double A. <laughs> All right. I am going to make one prediction. I do think South Dakota State runs away with it again this year. Again. The, the, which, is, yeah, the which is odd because uh, North Dakota State has owned that. and Yeah, they have. Well, speaking of, of – you know, Texas and all the Texas uh, listeners you got out there. Uh, I think you missed seven one. Seven. Yeah, seven. The AAC uh, and the UTSA Roadrunners go to Knoxville to play Tennessee. Could there be a repeat of a non-Power 5 knockout Tennessee? So Knocking off only, Tennessee. They're the only yeah. top five non-Power 5. So, you know. Look you at never- somebody doing their research. I mean, Fordham didn't just roll out of bed to get on this show today. That's somebody digging deep, getting getting pearls out of Birmingham. Pearl, look at that. He's getting pearls out of yeah. Birmingham. Got the worksheet. <laughs> He's got a worksheet. That's right. He's doing his homework. All right, so we're going to wrap up with the Heisman. Lots of hype. We could talk about whether this trophy really does name the best player in the country or the most popular or the one that's most on TV, uh, or is it just a quarterback award? I think all those are fair comments. But it, it is the award. It gets the recognition. So so let's go through and, and think about. So, so for those of you who need a little primer, I'll give you the top 10 odds on, according to Vegas, uh, for, for the Heisman. I'll start at number 10. So uh, Drew Aller out of Penn State, their quarterback that's replacing their seven-year starter. He's a 2001. Jaden Daniels, the LSU quarterback, 2001. Cabe um, Klubnik. The Clemson, uh, who's replacing Ungalungalungale, um, he's eighteen hundred to one. Uh, Quinn U- Ewers, is that how we say it? See, Ewers, the Texas quarterback, he's sixteen hundred to one. Uh, Vandergriff at Georgia, he's sixteen hundred to one. 
Travis at Florida State's 1,200 to 1. Bo Nix, 1,200 to 1. Um, Drake May out of North Carolina, 10 to 1, and Caleb 4 to 1. So Caleb right out of the gate is a, is a 4 to 1 favorite. But I think, you know, it's interesting you go through the list. Every single one of them is a quarterback. So, you know, certainly want to tip our hats to the guys that don't play quarterback. But those, those are those are the guys that are going to get in the race. So, Steve, let's start with you. Your, you can give us your Heisman finalists and your Heisman winner. So give us three names, and then who's your winner? Well, to, to start, the best player in college football is Brock Bowers. Yes. There you go. It'll be a quarterback deal. I think you'll see Williams there. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if Jaden Daniels is there, but I think your Heisman Trophy winner is going to be Drake May. Drake May. All right. Haley, you want to uh, you want to give us your three finalists, or do you want to let your hubby do it? Uh, I'm going to kick that one over to Jeff. Well, I think Drake May's there. Um, I think Caleb Williams has to be there. I don't think he went to When's the last time a back-to-back Heisman? Archie, Archie Griffin. Griffin. There's only been one. It's Archie, Archie Griffin. Griffin. And he and went Seth, to Ohio State. And then I think Bo Nix is in there, too. But I think Drake wins it. All right. Drake wins it. And not the singer. You're talking about the quarterback the in North singer. Carolina. Got Not it. Got it. The North yes, Carolina just, quarterback. Just want to make sure. Just want to make sure. Yeah. Okay. Jerry, uh, lo- love to hear your three finalists and who's winning the Heisman here in the fall. I think the Heisman voters are uh, a little bit like the baseball Hall of Fame guys. They, they, I don't think the Heisman want, voters want back-to-back Heisman winners. So I don't think Caleb – I think Caleb Williams will be in New York City. I just don't think he's going to win. I think uh, Drake may may win, but I was with Steve there. I think Brock Bowers, he is my Heisman Trophy winner. There you go. All right, Brock Bowers. All right, Jimmy, your three finalists and your winner. Well, does Bo Nix get in a big uh, billboard in, in um, Times Square? Does that mean that they're going to be pushing him this year? You might, I don't know. Is it a jinx? I mean, it might work against him. Yeah, I know could. I uh, I uh, think the finalists are uh, Caleb Williams, Bo Nix. I put three people down that uh, could potentially be there that are nine quarterbacks. Bowers clearly, I think, is is there. I agree with you guys 100. I think Corum uh, with the Michigan um, uh, yeah. Grand Fair yep. could be there. I think Nix is going to really. I think he's set to have a big year. But I, Caleb Williams is going to win it. Uh, we'll have a back to back winner this year. He's the best player. He's already got all the hype. They've already given it to him. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm 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 in agreement that Caleb's there. My, my ticket's going to look a lot like Jerry's ticket. I don't think you can keep Brock Bowers out of New York. I think Caleb Williams is there because of all the publicity, and he plays in L.A. and he's the reigning winner. And they got nothing on their schedule, and he's going to have a crazy numbers. Um, I think Penix probably a better quarterback. I think Bo Nix gets there because of their offense and i think he puts up ridiculous numbers and i think brock bauer's there and i think bo nix wins it because i think his numbers will be better and they don't like back-to-back winners so and and i and i kind of want to see him win so just because i can talk about how bad a head coach gus malzahn is i just need another plank on the anti-gus malzahn (laughs) soundtrack I think you're still paying him too, aren't you? How many more years are we paying him? Yeah. Jerry, it's down to twenty-seven million. That's all we owe him now. It's it's, it's windling down, Jerry. Uh, <laughs> we're probably still paying Gene Chizik. He still yeah. got his plate like his like like Lake Martin, and he's still a member of Willow Point. You see him at the play in the member guest with Hugh Freeze, by the way. Well, did he? There you go. Wow. 
I hope I hope I hope none of it rubbed off on you. Hey, he is he is a heck of an offensive coordinator. We're done. We're wrapping up. We've 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 crowned the Heisman winner. Hey Lee, you're you're still right at the top of that prayer list. Okay. I appreciate it. I need yeah. it. Go Huskers. Right. Oh, that's right. That's right. Let's go big red. <laughs>